Good afternoon and welcome back to the Conservatarian Exchange on the Liberty Block, hosted today by Gina, Ed, Ed, Mike, and myself, Steve. Welcome to everybody who is here with us. And hey, Apollo. Hey, everybody. Nice to have the whole gang Hello. together here. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of gang, we won't say. Okay, Mike, since you're smiling, top story. Uh -huh. Top you, story. I knew you were going to... I knew you were going to do that to me. Yeah, I'm but, not a nice person. Uh, I'm going to say I'm prepared, and I'm going to say Ukraine is the big story of the week. I think um, the news that's been breaking the last couple of days that the Germans and apparently us are going to be sending tanks uh, to Ukraine is, is a big, big deal. I see it as a clear escalation of the conflict there, and obviously it's extremely concerning that we're getting in deeper and deeper uh, by the day, by the week. That's not what Joe said, Mike. He said that yeah. has nothing to do with escalation. Sure. Yeah. Come on. I, I don't know. I don't know what else you can call it at this point. What did they say? We're going to send 31 Abrams tank Abrams tanks. Abrams, yeah. Mm -hmm. And how I, long, how, how much, how much of a difference is that going to make? I mean, it's not going to turn the tide of the war. No, I agree with you there. I, I don't think it's going to make a difference as far as that, that's concerned. But I think just but the fact that we're doing it really, let's face it, it's the, the NATO alliance really is is mobilized here. And when you have Germany and us now all involved, send, sending arms, sending tanks, uh, you know, Poland obviously pushing for a lot of this stuff, too. I mean, I don't know how else you, you could put it. And, and honestly, at this point, I feel like Putin, is this what he wanted all along or not? Because he had to know that this would happen. I mean, could he have been that stupid that we were just going to all sit there and not try to defend Ukraine? I, I feel I, like I, that this is all just a head fake. I, I feel like the, 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 the tanks that are being promised are not going to make a difference one way or the other. And it, we're getting distracted from something else that's about to happen in some other corner of the world. Maybe China, maybe somewhere else. I don't know, but uh, this doesn't seem doesn't seem that big to me. I mean, I think that the the continued escalation of the classified documents story is is a bigger story to me. So you're saying you're wag the dog, huh? Okay, let's let's stay with Ukraine for one second. So Ed M, you don't think this is an escalation in terms of eventual world war? You think Russia, even though they're threatening to not be happy with this? That that's not a big deal. I mean, yes, they're they're trying to both sides are are escalating and making a wider war more likely. Uh, but it just to me, it has the feel of of being staged and being phony and being put being done for the reason to distract us while something else somewhere in the world goes crazy. So you don't think Russia's as upset as they may purport to be? I don't think so. I don't because I don't think it's going to make a difference. I think they're winning. They know they're winning. And I think that uh, they're confident they're going to win. Very interesting perspective. It was worth having the show just for that. Yeah. I'm still waiting for their victory. I mean, uh, why is it taking so long? It's very interesting. I think I, I could ask the same question with all the money that's being sent to Ukraine. Where is their victory? Why haven't they why haven't they rolled the Russians out? Well, they've rolled them out of about half the territory that they took. So I mean, that's not nothing. 
They uh, haven't rolled them out. That the Russians tactically retreated. That's that's uh, different. It's not like the the Ukrainians are winning battles. It do, it doesn't help when you still have widespread corruption there. I was reading about how I don't know if it's one of their generals or what what it was, basically pocketing four hundred grand of the aid money, so he could buy generators for himself, so they could charge their iPhones and stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, we you know obviously money it's well a corrupt. It's a corrupt country, but I, I do think uh, the Ukrainians have, have driven the Russians out of, uh, you know, again, half the territory they took. And, and the fact that uh, uh, they did it by attacking the Russian logistics and thus forced the Russians to retreat rather than, you know, surrounding the uh, the armies and, and destroying them doesn't really make any difference. They still forced them out. Um, they're going to give them three battalions of uh, tanks. And from that, you can make one, you know, strong uh, tank brigade, or, or you can make with uh, infantry fighting vehicles, sort of one mechanized armor division. Um, the, the thing is, in the Gulf War, I don't know whether you guys remember the Gulf War, sure. uh, but uh, the U.S. M1 tanks went up against Soviet uh, T-72s, which is the primary tank uh, being used by the Russians nowadays, their newer ones having been destroyed. Um, and uh, the, uh, the Iraqis would, would fire at the M1s and uh, the, the, shells, uh, the uh, you know, shells would bounce off the M1s armor and the M1s would fire at the T-72s and destroy them. So I, I do think that there is a, uh, a serious difference in um, combat capability um, when you have T-72s fighting each other, which is what we had before. Remember, the biggest donate, donor of tanks to Ukraine so far has been uh, the Russians, who've donated, according to OSN, uh, 543 tanks to the Ukrainian war effort. So these, um, these 120 or so are not going to be uh, you know, anywhere near the amount that the Russians have donated. So uh, I, I do think that you got to know what to do with tanks and infantry fighting vehicles to make a difference. I mean, you can't just, I, I'm afraid they'll throw them in, in in dribs and drabs to you know defend Bakhmut or, or whatever, rather than, you know, from a military perspective, what do you want to do if you have a, a strong, you know, fist? You, you want to punch them where they're not expecting it, right? You, you want to use the indirect approach. So I don't, I don't know where they're, you know, not expecting it now, but um, that's what I would do. I would use the wall and I would hit as hard as I could uh, where they're not expecting it. I don't know what the Ukrainians are going to do. So we'll do you, see. Do you agree with Ed that this is kind of one big head fake? No, are, I mean, it's, are you, it, are you I, concerned I, too? I'm not concerned. Um, you know, if they start rolling on Moscow, I'll, I'll be concerned. But, um, but I, I, you know, I, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand the United States and NATO's sort of um, approach to this whole war, um, because it does seem like um, what what the West is doing is is supporting Ukraine. You know, a little bit at a time rather than um, like all, all at once from an equipment perspective. I think there's yeah. a, 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 there was, there's something you said, and I think I said this in a previous show, 
that everyone except the frontline countries, you know, the Baltics and, and Finland and, and Poland and, and Hungary and Romania, they, they should just give them everything they have um, if they want them to win. You know, if they, if they want to like just drag this out forever, um, then do exactly what we're doing. Um, but if they want to be, what did Germans need tanks for? And the Russians have shown that they have absolutely no capabilities of, of I mean, they couldn't even take over Ukraine, much less push into Western Europe. Hey, Germans don't need tanks. You know, the French don't need tanks. The English don't need tanks. Just throw them all at Ukraine. If you want the Ukrainians to win, if you don't want them to win, if you want to just keep this war going, um, then do exactly what we're doing. What makes you think um, welfare works better in this instance than any other instance? Why is well, throwing because, money at the problem the, the solution? Ukraine uh, is a corrupt country. It's, I, it's I didn't not say saving. give them money. I said give them equipment. Uh, I, I, you know, because the Soviets would have been defeated by the Nazis had the United States not given them the equipment, in, especially aircraft and trucks. Um, the Soviets would have been crushed by uh, the Wehrmacht. So, I mean, our welfare, I mean, I, I don't support the United States helping the Soviets in World War II. I think the Nazis and the Soviets should kill each other. But the Nazis would have won if we hadn't supported the Soviets. So, I mean, it is the case that, you know, American military might can help someone uh, defeat uh, other people. And it's because there's an existence group for it. So. American might didn't help with Vietnamization. You had another corrupt regime. No, I mean that, again. That um, that is exact. That was exactly my point. Uh, that that proves mine. Uh, when we Vietnamese Vietnamized the war, um, we promised to give them uh, assistance. We did not give them aircraft. We promised to give them air cover if they were ever attacked. And then uh, when. Uh, you know, Nixon got into all that trouble. Uh, the Democrats cut off all assistance, including the promised air power, and then the North Vietnamese just, you know, marched down um, to uh, Saigon. So, I mean, it was definitely our our breaking our word to the um, Republic of right. Vietnam that got them screwed. But even with winning like ninety percent of the battles, we were still trying to support a corrupt government that was not going to survive the moment we left. I mean, it's like Afghanistan. We could have been there for another 50 years. And the day after we left, some Taliban-like group would have taken over. Ukraine is not, a, this, there's this fiction that Ukraine is this liberal democracy and it's got, you know, a tradition of Jeffersonianism, which is- Well, I mean, that's, uh, that's, all, that's all propaganda, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, it's it, not who cares? Suppose, no, it's totally- I, but that's what I'm saying. It is all propaganda. Ukraine is one dictatorship and it's fighting the Russians. It's another dictatorship. Right. And it's perfectly reasonable for the United States in with our own interests at stake to support dictatorship A over dictatorship B, if that's in our interest. Now, we can argue about whether it in fact What's in our, our interest. interest we, did, we did it with Iraq and Iran back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, maybe I'm just not naive. Maybe I, maybe they really are thinking that we should keep these guys fighting uh, until, uh, you know, both uh, armies are completely destroyed and, and exhausted. I mean, maybe that's what our guys in the State Department and the Pentagon are actually thinking. I, I would hate 
that to be so, but I mean, that they're just as evil um, as required to think that. I, I don't know. Uh, that would require I, the Biden administration to be implementing a plan that is to the United States long-term interest. That is not possible. I think that it's random. I, you know, I'm not even sure that what the Biden administration thinks it's doing. I mean, you know, Ukraine is not a democracy. It's not going to be a democracy. It's, it hasn't ever been a democracy. And that, uh, but Let it is pro win. Here's what the here's what the Biden administration thinks they're doing. They're using the war as a cover to run a money laundering op operation through Ukraine. That's what they're doing. I think that's just oh. the bonus. I don't think that's the purpose. Um, I mean, it is true that the Ukrainian government is pro-Western and the Russian government is anti-Western. It is true that the Ukrainian government uh, wants to join with the West and the Russian government wants to hesitantly, but pretty much join with the Chinese. That was, Chinese are not nice people. Um, I think the United States doesn't want to fight a two-front war. And uh, by destroying the Russian military, they guarantee that uh, that they won't be. I, I mean, well, you know, that's one one way. I mean, I think Ed's point that they want the money laundering scheme and the corruption to lie in their own pockets is probably it probably has more merit than the wag the do the dog theory. That's just my opinion on it. I think you're making a lot of good points. I think to say this is a coherent plan or thought in the Biden administration is ridiculous because the president doesn't have a coherent thought. Ed M, so you're saying the document story you think is a more important story than Ukraine. Ukraine's a cover. That's your opinion. I just don't think the Ukraine story is all that big. I mean, the the document story. I mean, there's a lot of facets to it. Uh, it seems like Biden is going to go down from this. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was really well, interesting. Well, the Pence the way... part is hysterical, right? Because well, that he was, was on exactly... video saying, "I would never take classified documents on," and then they. Oh well, well my my first thought when I heard Pence say, "Oh, by the way, I've got documents too," I thought that was just him or somebody asking him to rally support for Biden. I mean, that was that was what I thought the first moment I heard that. I thought, why would this guy say anything? I mean, nobody gives a rat's patootie what this guy is doing. You well, know, because he all the did by say. When Trump, when the Mar-a-Lago thing happened, he 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 came out in an anti-Trump mode and said something on the other of I would never take classified documents home. And then this is just right. and and just but the way he did it, it it to me it sounded like he was trying to minimize what what Biden did. That's how I took it. Okay, so Ed M, what do you think is the big news about the documents that's making it much more important than it was? Well, I mean, we don't know what the documents say, so I can't really comment on that. But it just this notion that that these guys are sending their lawyers to search their premises and come up with confidential doc, uh, not confidential, uh, classified documents. I just it's it's kind of mind blowing to me. I mean, I, I mean but, but, you know, did you guys listen to the Bongino episode I sent you the other day? I did not listen to that. He, one, no. He's, you know, Is this the one with the, the foreign like, agents. Yeah, he's got this all tied together with Spike. I know it's he's wonderful. A big expert, and apparently the kid names keep popping up, and he Charlie. thinks there's a lot of stuff in there that really ties all the Ukraine kickbacks, the hunter, the connect. The hunter, yeah. Well, yeah, and then, uh, oh gosh, what is her name? Miranda she wrote Devine. the book, Miranda Devine. Yeah, because she had wrote the book, and she was 
putting in there everything that Hunter had said and tying it all to back to these classified documents. Because I don't know if you listened to Bongino today, but there was more information <laughs> that they pulled out and it was just absolutely wonderful. Right. So if if that's true, that does that would make it to be a very big deal. That's what I'm wondering, Ed, if that's what you're saying, that's what's making it the big well, deal. Well, yeah, Miranda Devine was on Tucker last night and she was making the case that there was one document that was that was found which says uh which was an email that hunter sent which sounds right. like it was lifted verbatim from classified documents and it strongly suggests that hunter had access not only had access to to classified documents but that he was using the classified information to sell it to to get his role on barisma in in ukraine right now if i heard you correctly a few minutes ago you said biden's going down from this Mm -mm. I, I think it this I mean there's no doubt in my mind that's what this is all about okay yeah. so let's say we agree because we've discussed it before that there's definitely a turn in the tide in the press etc cetera, etc cetera. how are they going to take him out or are they just going to let him not run again I guess it depends on how feisty he wants to be right how feisty really Jill feisty. wants to be yeah so you think Jill's the actual push to get rid of him before, and it's just a matter of how much he fights back? I think they'll be satisfied with him saying, I'm I'm not going to run for re-election. Right. Okay, yeah. I mean, this the is something we, we've kind of talked about before. Like, I, they don't really want him out-out because we know who takes his place. Yeah. Actually, that's not the re I don't think that's the reason why they don't want him out. I think that, I think they don't want him to resign because I think that they feel like they have this moral superiority that only Richard Nixon has had to resign from office and he was a Republican. And if a Democrat does, then it's sort of like the score gets tied one one. I don't think they care about it. No, I like that point. I think that is a big point. Oh, yeah. Just like the whole Trump thing was the only guy to ever have classified documents and now Biden having them is ruining it, even though none of that's true. Yeah, I think that is a good point, Ed, about evening up the score. So you're saying they'd be happy. They're dripping and drabbing this out as a way of making sure he doesn't run and they'll just keep upping the ante until he says he won't run again. I think so. And I, th I think that the danger for them is that some really bad classified document is going to get, is going to come to the, uh, you know, going to come out and it's going to, he, he's going to have no choice but to resign. The, okay. the Congress will have to. So there I'm wondering, it won't come out because it only comes out if they leak it and let it come out. So they, why would they let that happen then? um these things have a way of getting out of control sometimes i mean you have a special counsel um you just don't know i mean things can get out of control and if some if it gets out of control then he might wind up getting having to resign but i don't does think it ever get out of control for a democrat does it ever get out of control for a democrat bill clinton um, i mean it kind of i mean clinton generally no but i mean Jimmy Carter pretty much spiraled out of control. I mean, Ted Kennedy ran against him. I mean, well, he was but he served out his term. You know, he was he able just, to finish out. He was just playing incompetent. How yeah. important? How important? Remember, we don't need to have Biden say, "I'm not going to run." We just need to have someone say, "I'm going to primary him." That's an interesting idea. Why do you say that? Um, because he'd have to campaign. No, he doesn't. He didn't campaign last time. Wow. That was against Trump. Well, we already, and Newsom's he, he, already, we already know Newsom's priming him, so. Do we? Yeah. I mean, you think he's just paying all this money on ads for no reason? 
He's no, not going out and giving all these speeches every flipping day. Come on. I think he's testing the waters. I mean, see, Bongino has this as a coup by Pelosi slash establishment to get Newsom in instead of Biden. Yeah. How important is this change in chief of staff? What does that mean, if anything? Rat jumping from a sinking ship. That's what you think? He's jumping. Ah, one communist uh, is the same as another communist. Uh, he, the new, the new guy, um, what was he, he, his specialty was, was his the global warming grift? COVID. Am I getting this wrong? What's that? COVID oh, are, the COVID. COVID are. COVID lockdowns. Yeah, right. So he's, um, he's doubling down on the whole COVID grift thing. So I, you know, I, I have no idea why he would do that, but, um, I don't know. What, I don't know why Biden does it anything. We just got done talking about why. No. I have no idea why he's doing what he's doing in Ukraine. Well, I don't think Biden's the one replacing the chief of staff. That's the point. Whoever is in control, which we'll never know, maybe they're the ones changing chief of staff. Even if Klain is, you know, running off the sinking ship, somebody who's putting in the new guy is the somebody who's running everything. Well, I mean, another year, and um, you know, the. The died suddenly stuff is 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 coming out. They don't want it to come out, but it's coming out. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, another year. And I don't yeah. know whether Biden wants to run on his COVID record. Jesus, because oh. his COVID record is let's ever give everybody a shot that's killing young people. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm anxious to see uh, James O'Keefe's latest because apparently he's got an expose on Pfizer coming out tonight. Tonight at eight. Yeah. And that's what they were. Get your popcorn. Go and ahead, that's Lisa. what they were saying that uh or implying, I guess you'd say, because I didn't see all the clip, but for uh diamond, a diamond and silk, that was what they were implying for her as well. That she died from the jab. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. That was that football player, the football player who was well, my, his name. Yeah, but my the problem is cousin just died. What's that? He <laughs> just dropped dead out of nowhere. Epitome mm -hmm. of health. Oh my gosh. Your like cousin? My son's cousin on his dad's side. They just went to his funeral. Just dropped dead. Just dropped dead. The kid worked out every day. Yeah, he was athlete. He was 28 or 27. Just dropped dead. And he did take the vaccine because that whole side of the family is, they're lost. Lord help them. You know, but brings yeah. me to one of the headlines that I shared that, you know, Ed M has been talking about for a long time. You know, Dr. Malone, who's one of the big, big voices in the COVID issue, is saying, quote, I can't support Trump if he defends the COVID shots. And Ed, right. you've been saying for a long time, that's going to be a super weakness. Biden doesn't have to defend his COVID regime regime if he runs against Trump. That's true. I learned it from you. That's why it's true. And um, I'm telling you that this independent commission that, uh, that DeSantis has set up, that's his excuse for, um, you know, when they write their report and he says, oh, wow, I was wrong. I listened to the data. Data's I thought, but now obviously I was wrong, and you know, that's and who's then go excuse. after Trump. Oh, DeSantis is. Yeah, go after Trump. Yeah, but DeSantis got off the wagon pretty early, didn't he? The vaccine wagon? No, he's, he's still kind of. It was only very recently that they got off the wagon. But believe me, by next summer, by by uh, next winter, when uh, the primaries are in full swing, he'll have had a lot of time to be. But Trump is extremely vulnerable because he keeps, you know, he won't retreat. He won't even let, you know, put a question mark in his opinion. Maybe, maybe, maybe I wasn't right. So I think he's really. And he's being booed. 
by Republicans mm -hmm. when he raises this issue, um, which shows me some faith in Republican voters that they aren't just uh, in the Trump cult, but they actually liked the things he was saying. So Not part of my problem, Ed, is I just heard today again, supposedly the surveys that it's 15 to 5 for Trump and 29 for DeSantis among Republicans, and I don't get it. That's not what I'm sensing. Of course, I, you know, I meet five people well, a day, but I don't get it that Trump has that much solid support. Where did you see those numbers? I, I heard it on, you know, some podcast or something that those are new numbers out there. Trump is still destroying DeSantis. And I don't, I don't see it that way. I don't know. You know, just from just from driving around, I am shocked how many Trump 2024 flags I see just out everywhere. And I wouldn't expect to see them as much as they are but even like in all the different um political groups that i'm in people are still 100 percent on the trump wagon so that's the 55 percent yeah I'm, I'm telling you like i get people I messaging me all too. the time when are you planning another road rally when are we going to go do this for trump when are we it's, stop yeah it's i it's believe interesting it. i believe yeah. it. and you know I, I don't even think trump i mean i don't even think trump has to apologize for the vax. I mean, that's what I want him to do. But all he has to do is say, I meant well, uh, but I never intended to force military people to have to quit the service. I never meant for uh, anyone to be forced to take it against their will. Any federal employee, military or civilian that left his job because of the, the mandate will be rehired with back pay. I mean, he could make promises like that without ever attacking the vaccine directly and just say, you know, attack the mandate. And he, he could score a lot of points that way, but he seems unwilling to do that. And I, I think it's really curious why he's not willing to do that. Uh, that that's that's, that's ego. <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah. his ego, I think. Uh, um, and a big mistake because he's going to have to take a stand on the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth boosters. And now the annual shot that they're talking about. And sooner or later, you know, it's not just Gina's family, et cetera, et cetera. He's going to be forced to take a stance. Yeah. People are dying. What do you say about that? And it was his vaccine. You know, you can't deny well, I mean, he, he, he's, he's going to get pointed questions during the primary, during the, the debate season on that issue. So he's right. not going to be able to duck that one. I mean, especially. We don't know that he's going to get pointed questions because the people who ask the questions are on the COVID cult. So if he's going to get and the vaccine cult. Um, if he's going to get pointed questions, um, it's going to be from another candidate. Mm -hmm. There was a study out of uh, Sweden oh, yes. today. I think that uh, the number needed to vaccinate NNV um, to prevent, not death, but one hospitalization was close to a million. Number needed to vaccinate. You vaccinate a million people, you get um potentially one prevented hospitalization but not that and the number of serious side effects that require medical treatment is seven percent yeah so one uh, hospitalization in a million and seventy thousand serious adverse events that require medical care that is where we're at and these are numbers out of sweden not known to be you know Crazy right-wing place. Um, right. So one way or the other, he, the question's going to be asked. 
by something. I would. I don't know. Everybody's still in the cult, except no. Like, but a lot of people on the right aren't. The Naomi Wolves are going to ask him that question. Those people, the Bobby Kennedys. There's enough of them to stir up trouble that he has to answer, or run, and neither of them make him look good. Yeah, well, I, I don't think he's going to answer or run. I just don't think anybody's going to get a chance to ask him because I think he's going to control the media. He's going to yeah. behave like a Democrat. I don't I, I don't think so, which leads me you know, to the other story that I put up that I share with you guys. And I'm going to try not to get upset like I did several weeks ago and yelled at you guys. Trump supposedly is going to leave his own truth social to go back to Twitter. Did he say that? Didn't didn't Devin Nunez just put out a statement saying that was not the case a few days ago? You may be ahead of me. I just saw this today and it was actually in an Israeli news site. Um, so I don't it's think- a rumor. It's not a real it's not like. You know, it's not a done deal, but it is a rumor that he can't he can't run for president and stay on Truth Social only. So who's he going to blame that one on? The same person he blames for the failure of Trump vodka and Trump University and all the other Trump products. Okay, hopefully none of us. But look, I, I, I think that this Elon buying Twitter and allowing free speech on it, it is is one of those things that's like like Krakatoa blowing up. It's just come out of the blue. I mean, no one could have predicted it because it not, it, obviously it did not make sense. Twitter is not worth $44 billion. Even if it was, nobody has $44 billion to spend on Twitter. I mean, it's, it's, just, it was, it's just random. It, it, he could never have planned on it. I mean, I am I, not a big fan of Truth Social. I don't have an account, but it was something as a platform for him and his Trumpists to uh, to talk on, you know, uh, it, it was an idea. I, I don't, you know, I mean, he could have gone on Parler. I mean, he should have gone on Gab. Gab is a real free speech program, but he doesn't want free speech. The Trump, you know, he doesn't want free speech. He just wants a platform to talk. So, mm-hmm. um, well, I, I, just, I just shared with you guys the results of a poll that said only about twenty three percent of people in New Jersey have gotten the latest booster shot so um i think even here in deep blue new jersey where probably a lot of people were pro-vax to begin with the people they, there's well, some, that, there's it, some common this, sense out there people see what this new booster it doesn't work it doesn't this work. new booster what is the one a million people needed to vaccinate to get uh prevent one hospitalization and yeah. seventy thousand adverse events yeah. requiring medical treatment Mm-hmm. Um, don't know how many deaths, but probably in somebody the said only 10% of people are fully boosted. I don't know where the number came from. I don't know what uh-huh. it is because uh-huh. you're supposed to get two. And then they said like every six months, get another one. So to March of 2021, September, March, then the bivalent in September. So, I mean, if you agree with our, um, Overlords, you should have had five shots. Yeah. And the old, I don't the old know, man I work for just had all, his last one and ended up in the hospital with COVID. He just got yeah. out last week. And again, I, I was over at the VA. Like I don't I don't know the rest of the details of that poll and who they pulled, but there's still people that are under the gun, right? They've got to get the shot. So are there are there that many places that are still mandated? I think that there still are places in New Jersey that have it. Ed, Ed you might know better because you were involved with some of those challenges, those lawsuits that were going on here. I'm still involved in a case <laughs> that involves a vaccine mandate. So, I mean, what is, is that it a health for- system or what is it? 
Um, it's a uh, Department of Energy. Okay. Yeah. You're talking more federal, not. Yes, I mean the state, you know, state state level, New Jersey. Uh, well, ours is a, is a is a federal one. It's uh, it, it was related to Executive Order one four zero four two. Yeah, which was the contractor mandate. Um, it's sort of been in limbo for a year or so because there was an there's an injunction on it. But right. um, you know the the employer can always impose his own ma- mandate. So sure. we're sort of working through that right now. Right. But ultimately, a suggestion people have their own free will. They're deciding pretty much not to get any more. They, they understand what's going on there. Okay. This so, one's but, a serious but, subject. Can we talk about M&Ms? <laughs> Gina, what about their state? Their statement was ridiculous. But I am glad that somebody, somebody in that company is finally maybe seeing the light. I don't know if they've just lost enough money or had enough pushback, but hopefully the um, female M&Ms will slender back down and go back to wearing their high heels now. Wait, you're saying there will be female M&Ms? Suppose, well, supposedly, oh. yeah. You want, if they you want to be want inclusive. To, um, wait a minute. If I buy an M&M before I eat it, I can't identify it differently? Am I stuck with that? Huh. Okay. Can you just yeah, and so they've me? got they've got that like she's been a C-class actress or something at Maya. I don't even know her name. She was in a couple of funny movies. Um, that's how big of a name she is. I can't we even think remember. It's a, it is a backing down because the right pushback and the left wasn't strong enough. Is that something in the right direction? I think so. So just, just to make sure we're clear, people listening, can you give the background just a little bit more about what happened? You do that, Mike. Your name no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm literally asking you. No, no. You're the well, M&M put out a statement. So over the last year and a half, M&M has gone, Mars Company in general, Kit Kat, everything has been rainbow flags and transgender crap, everything. Um, So they did put out a statement the other day. So last year, um, they started making, I guess, non-binary M&Ms. That was their biggest thing. And um, so they put out this statement. (laughs) The statement was so ridiculous. So one of the characters which I think was the green M&M that they made chunky and then they took away her heels and uh-huh. they put her in flat shoes. So she'd look a little bit more butch, you know, um, they put out this statement talking about how they want to, Oh gosh, identify with all Americans. And it's good for a woman sometimes to wear heels because it makes her feel good. And they put all this stuff so that they're not taking away from what they stood up for last time, but still, giving identity to the woman that likes to wear heels like stu- just mm-hmm. stupid right yeah but that's what happened with Eminem I hope they've lost a crap load of money I know Kit Kat was a big one that they were putting stuff all over their wrappers and Skittles don't forget Skittles the whole Mars uh, company of course. sorry Skittles, Skittles clearly mm-hmm. haste the rainbow yep yep and is this part of I didn't think about it much I don't eat that much candy anymore this is all part of indoctrinating the youth because they're the ones picking up this candy Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Look at the Oreo packages. They've done the same thing. I heard about Oreo, it. tricks, Lucky Charms, Fruit Loop. I mean, just look at your cereal boxes. I it's don't, all but let me ask you a question. You consider yourself, I believe, a conservative Christian, right? Mm-hmm. So you're stuck seeing this in the stores when you're there with your children? I am. So that's an issue for a mom, right? Mm-hmm. Just seeing it. Mm-hmm. 
So that's I the- don't tend to watch um, commercials on television, uh, but I watched the game last weekend. Wow. Which game? Which game? Eagles versus Eagles the Giants. Giants, of course. Oh, I don't know, of course. He's a Philly boy. Yeah. I'm from oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I don't know. The America in those commercials isn't the America I live in, for sure. <laughs> wow. They were so. Well, we, well what yeah. were the worst? Tell us one or two. Oh, it's mo- it's mostly you know if you if you watch watch commercials you'd think America was like fifty percent black, thirty percent Latino and Asian, mm-hmm. maybe twenty percent white, but no white families because that's passive. Mm-hmm. Um, well, as as and as far as the you know LGBT representation, obviously if you're selling detergent or something, it's hard to do that unless you hire people who look like freakazoids and just yeah. we're going to assume they're non-binary which they do yeah by the way on a similar note i think one story we might have overlooked from last week was the nhl player good for him stood yes. tall and said he wasn't going to wear the uniform with the rainbow pride or the pride flag on it and right. uh, we saw some of that too with baseball last year and maybe some other sports i remember somebody on the tampa bay rays objecting but um you know, uh, this is somebody who is being pretty heroic and brave coming out and basically saying, I, you know, this goes against my faith and my values and what I believe in, and I'm not going to wear it. And yeah, I mean, Kurt Schlichter, uh, of course, he's a flyer, so I like him. But I mean, uh, <laughs> Kurt Schlichter said, you shouldn't say uh, that it goes against your faith. You should say it's stupid and I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, but uh, I. Uh, you know, he, re- he respects the guy's uh, religion, but he, he's like, you know, we, we shouldn't fall back on religion. for Now, that guy's surviving, yeah. though, isn't he? I yeah. believe so. Eva, Ivan Provorov, I believe is his name. That, that's interesting that he's going to survive. Yeah. So, <clears throat> maybe that's another small victory. So I shared with you the headline, which in a sense is, is pretty wild, maybe the biggest story. Um, Lancet basically saying that humans are no more valuable than humans and we should shift away from human-centered health care. Say that one more time. Humans are no more valuable valuable than than animals. animals. We should shift away from human-centered health care. There's no reason why we focus so much on humans. I guess we should open up more hospitals for animals and plants, et cetera. This is, I mean, hence it used to be a serious journal and that's going all the way out there openly. So the next step is the next step is Obamacare for animals. Mm-hmm. I'll take it because the veterinary care is killing me. <laughs> sign up, sign me up for Obamacare for cats. There you go. But um, I mean, again, I know some of us are, you know, God believing. Some of us are more atheistic. But once you come out openly on behalf of a real medical journal and saying there Mm -hmm. is no difference and we need to treat them literally with the same amount of resources and efforts. I I mean, mean, but did you, but did you not see that coming? I mean, look at what they do protecting an Eagle's egg or these tersey turtles and different things. They've put those over the life of a baby inside the womb. So, I mean, who didn't see something like that coming? Right. No, what I'm actually saying is like they said, the one thing Trump did very well was he flushed people out. Mm -hmm. They're actually, we don't have to say this is what it's leading to. They're actually saying this. 
I mean, this is unbelievable. Of course, they're saying we should switch to a plant-based diet, but it seems like they also want us to treat plants like we treat animals and people. So I got a little confused on that part, but maybe I didn't read it clearly. <laughs> well, they view humans as the true virus on the earth. They, they really do. And, and, you know, how much more mainstream are they going to try to make that? And yet, you know, my other story, <laughs> why am I laughing? It's official European food will now contain crickets, that they're literally pushing cricket powder as a source of protein. I'm not quite sure how that jives with we're the same as animals. What's What gives us the right to eat crickets? Like, is there a pita for crickets? Or not vegan. What? Not vegan. not vegan. Not vegan, yeah. What not vegan? The crickets. crickets. I'm saying, but where is PETA? <laughs> and should we have PETA for, you know, people for the ethical treatment of crickets? Let's maybe PETA's just for maybe PETA's just we'll for mammals. It, we'll call it Petsy. And let's start it right here, right today. We should protect the crickets. And what do, do you it. think about this issue? Crickets. <laughs> that's our that's motto so stupid I, yeah now that i put the two stories together i'm not quite sure why we're not fighting to protect crickets from extinction well the cricket masters uh are are, are overlords at the wef did you see some of the videos from that uh yes. last week uh, well were they eating crickets no they were i'm sure eating steak but um <laughs> but uh uh, uh Al Gore was screaming that uh, rain burning bombs? up were burning. Rain yeah. bombs. Um, he was he was funny, and uh, then uh, other people were explaining <laughs> how, um, you know, we're going to have to put uh, chips in our bodies to have our medical records, including our vaccination records. Uh, because there was a yeah. lot of talk about the next pandemic, as if this were a planning conference rather <laughs> than. Economic conference, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, yeah, global warming in the next pandemic. So that that's the those were the uh, hey man. I, no, I thank they, God they every did. every day he was never president because he, he's turned out to be some real freaking kook. Well, they did do a little <laughs> bit successful, um, and I'm going to say that's just with spreading fear. Um, you know, they're go on and on. Oh my gosh, the youth, they're so scared. Of so they did push more of that down everybody's throat to all these young leftist liberals. So they were successful in something. Right. And then they get to write about the mental health crisis of youth yeah. mm -hmm. that they've created. They do. So why, why are they so anxious? Mm -hmm. I am really, uh, I, you know, you hear that, that uh, kids today and I, I don't doubt the propaganda is is terrible. The kids today are just absolutely petrified of, um, of you know, global warming. That you know, the temperature in hundreds of years is going to be better for us. That nicer day. Um, and you know, we had twenty thousand nuclear warheads pointed at our heads within a twenty minute. You know, we were all going to incinerate. And guess what? We weren't scared at all. I don't know anyone who grew up in the seventies who was scared of like the nuclear weapon coming. I mean, you know, nope. did we express concern? Yeah, there's yeah, a little bit of concern, but like shivering and scared and all this. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just, I, 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 the whole school system should be destroyed. That There was a video today of, um, you know, some clown pretending to, woman pretending to be a man with a, uh, 
with a doll, of course, different race in the doll, uh, sitting around with a bunch of kindergartners telling them that, that, that uh, you know, uh, don't think of yourself as a boy or a girl. Think of yourself as just a kid. And you can decide to be a boy or a girl whenever you want. Um, if you've been a boy, you can be a girl. And it was like, oh my God, that, that person should be never allowed within you know, 500 feet of a school. Uh, and the teacher and the principal and everybody participating in that should be gone. I, 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 I despair for our children. Uh, 20% of kids nowadays uh, identify as quote unquote queer. Um, I know uh, a friend of mine who, who lives in Finland, Finland, he says they, they can't escape it. Um, that, uh, you know, his 14 year old girl, uh, you know, looked at him with a typical 14 year old girl rolling her eyes. Of course, dad, you know that gender is a spectrum. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yet, yet these I kids said, are, 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 I think, uh, getting have mental health issues more than ever before, probably being medicated more than ever before. You start, you start to wonder why, right? And so I'm working on, I think we're going to take a quick break for a song. You may ah. feel like a self-identifying woman. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even fit. Like, I, what other word can I put in there? I don't know. I shared a meme earlier and I thought it was, it was perfect. It was hilarious. You didn't share it, it with us, Gina. I, well, sorry, I was on Facebook. I, I don't go on Signal. I'm and I never offended. Get notifications. But it said, uh, a good kick in the you know, down there will solve your gender confusion. And I just laughed because the poor kid, <laughs> the poor kid last night at my son's basketball game, one of the kids was trying to save the ball from going out Ooh. and he hurled it back in and just nailed the kid yeah. like right there. So like, mm -hmm. I just remembered that. I was like, gosh, that'd be so easy. Just do a cup yeah. check to everybody and see who goes down and boom, there's your voice. Now that that's science right there. There you there, go. Cup check. They're a sign voice. <laughs> they're a sign voice. They have to self-discover their own. You know, it is weird. I, I have, uh, I know, three or four Facebook friends um, who, who are trans. Um, and I, I, you know, of course, I have to call the Facebook friends, obviously. But um, but I had zero Facebook friends that were trans when I when the we friended each other. <laughs> so that's that's definitely a new thing. That's that's, uh, that's close to one percent. It's mm -hmm. it's unbelievable how much I encounter it in my day to day sheltered life. So Ed, what's the uh, what's the percentage of trans cats? How many cats are trans? Well, both of our cats are non-binary. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because we we um uh, uh, we non-binary them ourselves and paid like four hundred dollars each to non-binary um that was a condition of their sale we were not allowed to keep them whole but uh but yeah i mean i i wonder well we've all seen what is a woman you know and I, i've never really had this discussion with someone who who is in the trans cult um just because i, I you know i work for the military and and one or two exceptions that we see in the news, the military doesn't uh, really have that. And, uh, um, but like, you know, why are humans, why can humans pick their genders as, as all of the, all the mammals can't, but, but humans can, I, you know, I don't know the answer, you know. 
Why, are, why is every ants. other mammal uh, sexually dimorphic and, and, and humans aren't? I don't know. Well, how do we know that? We mean, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, if infants in the womb can identify as non-binary, why can't animals? Look at the worm. Where is there a worm somewhere? Where where? Yeah, they got they got both. That's wasn't, what that's what they're doing. It's because of the worms. I thought maybe Barney was not binary, but I don't mm, know. Mm, mm, mm. he was definitely happy, happy and purple, <laughs> happy and purple. Yes. Well, cartoon characters didn't have any sex, right? This, you know, and they only had three yeah, fingers. They were gender neutral. Sort they, of. Yeah, gender neutral mostly, and they had, had three fingers instead of four. I wonder who invented that. It was probably. <laughs> Mordecai three-finger brand. Okay. Baseball, baseball I don't know if you guys want to talk about it, but I do want to hear some opinions. The Crowder story. Oh, yeah. I, I I have done nothing over the last week but listen to <laughs> opinions uh, on the Stephen Crowder Daily did Wire you, story. Did you listen to Shapiro's explanation of that like two days afterwards? It was, When he broke uh, down the timeline? Yeah, that was... Um, Jennifer, J Jeremy Boring, might be Jennifer, you never know, but it was Jeremy Boring, the Picosio, who broke, who broke down the, uh, the contract. No. Crowder said he was given these terms that were big tech friendly and we shouldn't be big tech friendly. Jeremy Boring uh, said um, that it was us and went through it line by line. Ben Shapiro um, then came out and uh, said some nasty stuff. And then, what did he say that? Wait, wait, wait. What did he say that was nasty? Because I didn't hear anything that was nasty. Ben Shapiro said uh, on his podcast, at least, nasty stuff about um, Crowder. There was, nothing, there was nothing nasty that he said. What did he say that and was then, nasty? Then Crowder released a recording of a, of a phone, call. phone call with Boring where, um, uh, you know, it, it backed up one of Crowder's assertions and then, um, uh, you know, Matt Walsh commented on it, Brett Cooper commented on it. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Candace Owens really attacked, viciously attacked uh, Crowder on Tim Cast IRL. Then last Monday night, uh, Crowder was on Tim Cast uh, for a, a good two hours before he went behind the paywall. I, I'm not a Tim Cast member, so I don't get the paywall stuff. Um, I listened to that where he tried to explain his uh, his point of view and then Everybody has commented on uh, the, some of the best. Um, Shad of Night's Watch uh, commented on it as someone in the industry. And but the best one was like last night or the night before. Uh, Nick Ricada and Robert Barnes had a, a very interesting discussion um, of the whole. And I that's on that's on Rumble. So you have to go to Nick Ricada's uh, okay. Rumble so channel. First, first question: Does this matter, and why does it matter? Well, I think Crowder's point is it matters because the Daily Wire was essentially boxing their um, their hires in to the big tech box um, that what uh, with with the possibility of pay cuts looming if you go outside the box, uh, even if you don't. You know, even if you think, well, I'm not, I'll, I'll just say whatever I think. And, you know, there is this unconscious psychological uh, 
burden on you. It, it does seem, I don't know, Jordan Peterson seems different now. I mean, he just seems different. Um, That's because Jordan Peterson's found the Lord and it has nothing to do with anything else. Really? He found the Lord? Yes, he did. It's wonderful. I didn't. But Ed, Ed Powell, anyway. I mean, do you think that 12 and a half million a year does qualify for slavery? Um, for producing the kind of content uh, uh, Crowder was producing with the 25 people and the studio and whatnot, I think uh, 12.5 is um, is marginal. Um, I, that did I, not I think, include production costs. They were going to produce a show beyond that. 12.5. No, no, the 12.5 included. So. No, but, no, this is gotta, a, but it wasn't you, a sign. That wasn't the final offer. That was the first stages. That's called negotiating. So what the heck's the big deal about it? If I was a boss and I'm running a facility and I lose my accounts, they're going to make cuts regardless. Same thing. They just made cuts with Capital One. They made cuts with Google. When you lose money, the company makes cuts. Usually See, I, it's in I the mean, form of payouts. So what's going to go there? I didn't understand Crowder's position at all. Nobody like that's just bull crap. I them. think I think Crowder played it well. He got a whole bunch of people to grab on his bandwagon. And I think it's a joke. I really I mean, he's they, they said, if you want this money, this is what you have to do. Yeah, you negotiate. You, you get your this. lawyers to negotiate a contract. And then and that's if it. you want pure free speech, you come and join Liberty Block. If you want to make fifty million dollars plus, well, no, 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 Stephen. Because what do we say all the time? Well, if we say this, we're going to get kicked off Facebook. If we say this, we're going to get kicked off here. Yeah, so guess I've what? You're doing the same salary, thing. So, but that's not what I'm saying. But you're still doing the same thing. You don't say the, there's certain no, things. No, we. I you'll think we say off. we say pretty much everything. But the point is, there's no one. If I were paying you guys each, which I'd love to be doing $50 million each, that would give me a right because it's voluntary. If you would agree to that, you agree to that. If you agree to wear a tie at work, you agree to wearing a tie at work. No, I don't think Crowder was done. saying that he's against a voluntary arrangement. I think Crowder was saying we should be better culturally than these kinds of voluntary arrangements. And we would be if Crowder would work for less than $12.5 million, 100%. You know, when I went to social work school and every single professor was preaching that everything should, everything should be free, and I asked one of them, well, are you willing to teach for less than $200,000 a year? Well, heck no. Crowder can produce his money, his show for less than $12.5 million a year. I'm sorry. I don't, listen, I'm not a Crowder fan either way, but I, I don't know why any human being needs 25 people to produce a show. Dan Bongino's um, well, I, got what? Dan Bongino's got three or four. And he's got and a Dan talk Bongino show. He's got his podcast, podcast and radio. Right. His podcast is 15 minutes of talk and 40 minutes of commercials. But I yeah, but he's got but he's got a three hour radio show every single day, too. And he's got his crap on the weekends with Fox. Right. And, and he's got think, three people. I don't That's think he's had 25 people to produce his show. But the point is, to me, it's voluntary. And when I first saw the Crowder thing, I like jumped on that bandwagon too. I was like, oh my God, you know, even the conservatives are on the side of big tech, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, wait a minute, this was just an offer. You did not have to accept it. You could produce anything exactly. you want on your own, say anything on your own. And Daily Wire said, we're happy if you do that. Yeah, so I mean, that's not at all. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're misinterpreting. I, I negotiated a, a multi-million dollar contract with a very large defense contractor the other day. It took a couple days. I uh, called them. We agreed on the number. Um, and that was that was fine. And then they sent me this, you know, 12 pages of terms and nine point type. And, uh, you know, when I was 
you know, more of a neophyte in this business, I, I would have sent it to my lawyer, but I done that a couple of times. And so I don't need to spend the money. And I just went through it and then, nope, 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 nope. Sent it back. They said, oh, come on, talk to them. And I explained why we can't do X, Y, and Z. They said, I got to run it by our corporate lawyers. Took a couple of days, came back, it was done. Brett Cooper on her Instagram video said that her agent, it took her agent three months to negotiate with a daily wire for her initial contract, for her initial contract. And then when she took off and, you know, it's got more than a million subscribers, they, they said, it's time to renegotiate because obviously you're making a lot more. They probably paid her nothing. Right. Um, and, and I think they were afraid that she was going to leave, but it took her another three months. So I'm, I'm one guy negotiating with a multi-billion dollar defense firm and it takes three days. And here's Brett Cooper, who is some unknown actress, negotiating with Daily Wire and took three months for the first contract, three months the other. And it just doesn't have to be that way. I'm sorry, I reread the Constitution just yesterday. And nowhere did it say I have a right to work for Daily Wire. That's ridiculous. If I want to work for Daily Wire, I negotiate with them how they want to negotiate. I can walk away from that. That's ridiculous. Stephen, the point, now, that, no one's disagreeing with that. But what I think yes, he is, I think he is disagreeing. No, with it's saying, not a rights thing. It's he's a saying human it shouldn't thing. take three months to, to negotiate. Humans don't do that. Friends don't do that. Stephen Crowder friends, friends was. Fred, Stephen Crowder outed himself as a subhuman. Friends do not tape phone calls and publish them to exactly. the Exactly. Especially that me and him, the professor's Christianity. Yeah, Crowder no. should never again. Put his, show his face in public. That is an evil in act I've ever seen from anybody, even faintly on our side of the aisle. That is, I lost vicious, over. I lost unforgivable. How how do you even how can you even contemplate such an act? Uh, yeah, because he wasn't taping his friend. They had so so when so when they when they paid for his so when they paid before. for when they paid for Crowder's lawyers or and did his contracts. Years prior to that, there was no friend. No, he didn't have. He didn't have. No, Wait a no, minute. They, you can you can defend anybody taping something without it being known, and then in good faith having a conversation and publicizing that to the world. You're okay with that? Forget legality, whether it was legal in that state or not. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly legal uh, in Texas. But I mean, yeah, I think under certain circumstances, that's fine. I'm not under those circumstances, they refused to give him what he wanted. No, not that. That's tell not me why. Because I don't hear your point. He said he wants this. They said no. Let's negotiate. And he said you're bad people, and therefore under these circumstances, I can publish what you said in a private phone call. I got to hear something really strong to counter that. He said that they told him that these, you know, big tech within the lines. Um, he said, if you don't make us money, you can't earn money. That's not a difficult concept to understand. He correct. said, if you want 50 million, you have to earn us 55 million. If you can't, we can't pay you 50 million. That's not an excuse to publish a private phone call. Should I start at the beginning of the sentence or should I continue on? You can I start. I anyway, a really strong argument because I think that's heinous behavior. Um, I, I, yeah, his, his, he wanted to show that a particular statement made by Jeremy Boring was false. And that was the only quote unquote receipt that he could um, show for that. So that's, that's basically 
why and, he and, released it. And yet, why he recorded it, uh, I think um, he recorded it for self-protection because I think he knew he was going to, he knew he was going to. Um, I think it was so he could drive more people to his site. I think he wanted he doesn't to have a site. Stop. He doesn't have, have a site. He released the he's, site. What are you talking about? Stop. Stopthecon.com. That's the whole Come on. Part of it was the whole thing. He's got a paywall just like Daily Wire. And he does the okay, same so, thing that Shapiro and Knowles and Walsh and all them do that says, go click here for the rest of my show. It's exactly is, the flipping he, case. He, he, he's a piece no of show. crap. This man no sits show. here he, and professes he left, his faith and does all this crap and then goes and does that. No. I have lost left, all respect um, for that man. 100%. I think he's a piece I, I'm, of crap. I'm not asking you to respect him. I'm trying to get you to understand that uh, when he left the Blaze, mm -hmm. the Blaze took, you know, the Blaze owns that. He he doesn't mm -hmm. have a. Site. When did he register? When did he register his site? He, Ed, his new site. When did he register it? Uh, sometime in December, I guess. But guys, um, it looks like we have a special visitor. Hey, call right. me special. Hear, I, okay, <laughs> uh, I want to hear Mike and Ed's opinion. You don't want to hear my opinion? All right. I do want to hear your opinion. I don't have a choice. Uh, one, I'll say one last thing. If you really care about this issue, I would uh, listen to Nick Riccato's rumble on it with Robert Barnes for a couple of nights ago, and they will try to do a better explanation than me of explaining what um, the issue is. And, and of course, they're very Because I have to get off here. Nobody, he was not forced to do anything. He could have just walked away from it at the very beginning. And that's it. He made a choice to go forward. The only reason, only thing he would get out of that is bringing more people to his new venture. And that's it. What else is he getting out I of? I don't it? think that he's trying to save these kids. These kids are being exploited. I'm not going to say it's like a, a sweatshop, but these kids are being screwed. Who's being screwed? They're taking these 18 year old talented kids and making them sign deals that sign over their lives. And he's trying to actually help that. So, dude, if my 18 year old was offered 12 million or even a hundred thousand dollars to go that. talk every day, I would tell him, take it. I, I know I understand that, but it could I mean, be the future looking back, it could be exploitive. If I'm an NFL prospect and in college I signed an NIL deal that gave me a few million. And it gave something to them in perpetuity, like my, the sole uh, exclusive sponsorship. My whole so NFL gave, career, so I can't make a hundred million. That's an opportunity them, loss. So it gave you them the one the, thing they may never make in their whole entire lifetime. Boo flipping who? Boo I, who? Just, you could put, uh, like, come on, you could put pre, uh, a right to prima noctis in your contract, in your term sheet. And, and when someone says, what are you talking about? You'd say, oh, well, you could just have your lawyers renegotiate. That is it, not the way contracts among professionals are done i'm a professional i've done contracts that's not the way it's you done do, do you do entertainment it, contracts? that it's is the a... way things are done in hollywood hollywood is a cesspit of horrible people all out to screw everybody okay. else. So, 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 would that, else so would that include him so would that include crowder that he was out to screw everybody else I'll bet at some time in his life I, that's probably true. No, Ed, was Ed, Ed, and I understand. Ed, Ed, are you opining that Crowder wasn't a friend of Boring? Uh, well, not not when he take the call. No, he was a friend of him ten years ago. Okay. Um. You have you have to listen to the. No, no, um, I, I'll listen to anything no. if I feel it's worth my time. But a defense of somebody taping a private phone call. And putting it out there, I can't hear any defense for that. I agree. That's pretty effed up. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to say something. There's, certain, there's a, someone who is is um, a very, very prominent law student, and he's the president of his 
law schools, um, sports law and entertainment society and wants to be a sports law lawyer and agent. And what he said is what drives him, and I believe it's altruistic, is he's seen, especially with the NIL deals that Ed Maslish, and you all probably understand what I'm talking about, he sees college kids going to get screwed by signing things, contracts, the NIL deals, college freshmen going to, you know, Florida, whatever university, UNC, and signing something for, yeah, it's a few million, but it makes this this advertiser own them for life where it's an opportunity cost in the nfl they could have made 300 million but they don't have they to got sign that either they don't so, so, record so, so are these kids just I know what he's saying is, is he wants it's to protect the just kids a, it's not just about voluntary steven it's i mean if, if i offer you a contract and i say you have to you know as part of the deal you have to share your wife with me you know you can say no but that doesn't mean you can't come out and say that's a heinous term to exactly. You would be offended if Ed Mazda and then and then when, saying he owns you. Right. And then and then okay, so you put a term sheet out there that says you sleep with my wife. I say that's heinous. I go on TV and say, I got this heinous term sheet from a company, not mentioning What's who, it? that says they got to sleep with my wife. And then they come out the next day and says, yeah, that was up. We always put that in our contracts. It doesn't really One matter. I, Ed Maslich, you're comparing saying we need to recoup our costs for paying you $50 million to sleeping with somebody's wife. I think that's- I'm saying that, he, but that's not, no. He's, Steve, Crowder is saying that they're putting onerous terms in the contract that are that are thwarting, especially young people that don't have his bargaining power. But they're not- that's Because, he's, terms like because he said, and Boring agreed, we need that, to that, make that is money a term back. for everyone. Now, it, there's, it's not about the money. You can do simple math and show- that at a absolute minimum, Daily Wire would be taking in about $55 million the first year. And at an absolute maximum, Crowder Co. would be taking a 12.5. But since the terms had a 25% cut in revenue for um, being demonetized on YouTube and a 20% cut uh, from YouTube for having a strike against you, which he does, then let's multiply by 0.55 first. And because Crowder has an agent and the agent is a parasite, they take 15%. So that's now that now we're at 0.4 times 12 per, uh, uh, 0.5% uh, per year. And you can see how this is ridiculous. It's, it's just, just ridiculous. They want the Daily Wire wanted Crowder to bear all the risk and them to get all the reward. And, and that's not how wow, that's anybody not, works. And Powell, anybody. And Powell, you may be a lot more intelligent than I am, but I'm a capitalist and I'm also been around the world. And that is how every deal works. Everybody works in their own self-interest. I know. But that company no, 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 only, that's, that's Ed, not, excuse that's, me, let me that's Every company in the world signs contracts for them to make money for themselves. Nobody goes into business to make money for other people unless they're liberal. I know, but can I say something that makes this also a little more interesting and offensive? The, the issue is that we have two, you know, things that aren't necessarily always in line. It's making money and it's the idealistic conservatism, pro-liberty, libertarian um, activism. And again, the issue is, and the reason I'm a little upset at Daily Wire, one of the biggest issues is in addition to possible exploitative contracts that, yes, kids didn't have to sign, but most of them don't have lawyers and agents to read them. The other issue is that they're, they're really caving to the leftist advertisers. They're saying, if you're going to be on Team Daily Wire, don't be that controversial. You can say you support low taxes, but you can't talk about the vaccine because so it'll get us food. Okay, I have a question. Isn't Daily Wire Ben Shapiro? Yes. Isn't Ben Shapiro ben? Is God on earth? No, he's not that controversial anymore. He's afraid to be controversial. And didn't you say Ben Shapiro was getting all I thought Ben Shapiro was so fantastic. No, I mean, Ben Shapiro is I think Ben Shapiro pro, is pro mask, pro mandate, 
pro-vaccine, pro-lockdown, pro-global warming hoax, doesn't believe the elections were stolen. Um, you name A6. the controversial issue, except for trans, except for the whole trans thing where he's drawn the line. And the r- way he gets around that is he is paying big money to Facebook. To promote him to, to And he had, uh, again, there was an article about how Trump, through Kushner, uh, Zuckerberg, and Shapiro got together and they, they basically um, came to a deal uh, that Kushner brokered where um, they would not uh, censor Trump um, and they would not censor uh, Daily Wire and the Daily Wire would, would pay a large amount of money to Facebook um, to uh, promote the show. There was a big article about how the three of them made this deal because Trump didn't want to be um, to be censored by Facebook going into the 2020 election. Now that doesn't mean that Ben Shapiro doesn't hate Trump because he does with a bright hot passion that hasn't changed. But I think that you know Kushner smoothed things out so that they could you know they could do this this deal. But I because uh, Ben Shapiro is the most popular uh, person on Facebook uh, of any of any commentator. And, and he, he does no, that. And he, I won't say he has no principles. I'm sure he has one. He he pays $1.6 million a year right. for those views to yeah, directly to Facebook. He's boosting ads on Facebook. Yeah. He, he's okay. a total self-promoted. He's a, to me, as far as I'm concerned, he's an empty suit. He's turned made hundreds of millions of dollars by selling out to everybody. And if I, if, I, 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 I think he's pretty say, smart. But he he's he's not not a, but he's not a principled conservative anymore. And people he's think he sold out big time with this. But okay, if Crowder would have said, I want you guys to understand that Daily Wire is not what they say they are. Daily Wire will only sign a contract with you if you agree to not say A, B, C, and D. I think that is fantastically wonderful. I think except there are they all have this. He, he, well, he but didn't he mention Daily the line. Wire. If I told you that we're not recording and publicizing this, and I did. I give up all of my integrity, period. I don't see any excuse for that, no matter what you say. I agree that it's pretty effed up. I would say 100% I don't, I don't not see everything any... is life, but it's pretty effed up, it is. I don't, I don't, Mike, we haven't heard from you, Mike. You're you're muted. That's why we haven't heard from you. Yep. Uh, honestly, I'm not as up to speed as you guys are on this, so I wouldn't feel like I can really add to this discussion, so I'll let this one go. Okay. And Ed, you you say I don't disagree that there are defenses for recording a call, but are you thinking this is one? Uh, you don't listen to me. Listen to Stephen Crowder to explaining at all on a Timcast Monday night. I don't waste um, my time. I have really good things to do with my time, and this is not that important to me. I, by the way, was flabbergasted. I, I had to drive a lot this week, so I mean, I drive you, a lot, and I still on. have a lot better things to do. Listen to Timcast. I had no idea how much a bunch of prostitutes all of conservative media were. I had no clue. I knew that Rush was making millions and God bless him. I knew Levin was making millions. I had no idea that these people supposedly principled warriors who I didn't trust because I think they're only about themselves. I had no idea they're pocketing tens of millions of dollars and that's why they're doing nothing. And that that's the thing that blew my mind more than any of this. But you knew- I think there were so much money and for that, they do sell out or they don't sell Even out. Even years ago, 
even years ago, you knew that Daily Wire cared more about money than principles. Remember like four years ago in your office when we saw he had a collection of ads on his site through a third party ad seller yeah, well, that yeah, had like not, Hitler and program. stuff and big boobs and naked women and Viagra. Like they'll make money however they get it. But, but they're not even principled on, on what they believe. But I had no idea there was that much money in this business. I think there's- Yeah. Yeah, the, the million really shocked me. I didn't know there was that kind of money. Well, I mean, the Daily Wire has a million subscribers. And um, it's nominally $20 a month. So that's, you know, 20 million a month, 240 million a year. But I think we all know that there are, you know, there are discounts that people get and they, they estimate it's about $13 a month uh, average that people, that people pay. And, and so it's, you know, $160 million a year just in, um, just in memberships. And then these ads, these ads, oh my God, the, the ad reading. And, and the live reads, Ben Shapiro does live reads like a psycho. He, he has five ad reads a show. Wait, Ted Cruz, all... hold on. Let me do a live read about my blinds. Well, he interrupted his Jeremy ad against Crowder to read an ad. And, and Crowder's, one of Crowder's points was like, I can't read five ads and uh that's just not my show and even if i did uh you know um if somebody decides not to advertise with me you're gonna you're, you're gonna that's it's, it's not his show now who he, was he, the again, guy who do, said is a sucker born every minute was that barnum and bailey or something et barnum et barnum i yeah. was close i got it half right <laughs> the one thing about um crowder is his show uh does a lot of um film comedy skits which is different from like what we're doing we're sitting here we got a view we've got a moderator he talks we talk costs us nothing right hundred dollars for a camera um he does a lot of you know relatively expensive uh of uh, skits and the idea that you're going to do a skit and then in the middle of it you're saying hey we want a, a noble goal once you run you know it's just it isn't that's what lord Shapiro wants not, and, but that's what Shapiro did in his complaint. It's like, you know, I, I'm complaining about that. And then he goes into this noble gold ad and then he goes back to it. It's like, oh my God. Now I can't listen to Shapiro. It's too many ads. They're all too many. It's even with the fast forward button. It's just yeah. um, any conservative media that relies on advertisements that go through these big media companies in New York, which are all leftist and these big corporate boards who approve, uh, you know, um advertising and you know madison avenue they're all leftists any conservative media who relies on advertising is not going to be conservative okay. and i and, think and, that is what his point and, essentially please comes excuse down. me for interrupting you again but time is running short i have some serious questions here which right. blind company is the most conservative and which are the softest sheets because i am so confused am i supposed to buy giza or that bullen or my pillow, and I don't know if it's blinds or blinds.com or blindsme.com or direct blinds. I'm lost. Maybe you can. I, I all I know is that Noble Gold is the only person who no, wants Birch to advertise on Birch Gold. No, no, on on Lauren Southern, uh, Lawrence. Oh, uh, on her videos. That that no one but Noble Gold. <laughs> but then they changed Lawrence. six months later, and they're doing another company. And That's why everyone should move to New Hampshire and buy Silver Dave at the local <laughs> Silver Mint and heavy metal construction. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I don't um, know which blinds to buy. Every time they switch, I take mine down and buy a different company. But the estimate of one of these ad reads, one, 100 grand. One. For how many shows? You, you do five ad reads a show. Right. And 100 grand pays for what? One ad read. For one show? On one show. Yes. For uh, for someone like um, Shapiro, who gets a million. And nobody intelligent so, listens to them. That's why I'm confused. Now, with Dear Leader being on, now I have to ask, when are we monetizing? Yeah, when are we monetizing? <laughs> I, just made, I just made about 100 grand in 10 seconds. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the truth is that uh, that's not, that's ad reads. Now, you get a lot less for um, YouTube AdSense. Um, but my estimate was that if Crowder enabled YouTube AdSense, he would make five million a year, maybe, mm -hmm. in YouTube AdSense. Um, so, but, so the, the thing about Crowder is he didn't want to run his own business because he has no interest in business. He has no interest in running own company. He wants to, like, he did the Blaze. He did, um, you know, uh, what was the, uh, what was that? Um, company back in the day uh, Conservative uh yeah i'm sorry it was it was one of those companies that with that did this and but now he's kind of forced to he's going to do his own company so he hired a ceo he said i i, I hired this guy he knows business he's going to tell me you know how much money and, and this and that's the whole you know i i want to do this i want i want to have a production house with like creative people and film and camera and you know, uh, uh, makeup and, and set construction people and, and uh, writers. And, you know, I, I want to do that. I don't, I don't run the business. I want to have an HR department and, uh, you know, and, and uh, manage a website. And all. I don't want to do any of that. So I, he says, I wanted to get some big company like Daily Wire or The Blaze, which he just came out. I want them to do all that. And then um, not because he can't, but because he's just not interested in Ed, so I don't know anybody should. Why should anybody do what they're not good at instead of doing what they're good at? And I think he should make his own company. I think he should make a billion dollars, put Daily Wire out of business. I'm well, a I think Tim, I think Tim um estimate I estimated $55 million that he could bring in the first year. I think Tim uh has some in more inside information about uh uh from talking to Crowder and I he he was putting it at a hundred million dollar a year company. And uh, the thing is, Crowder said, you know, he's had heart issues and whatnot. He wants to retire in, a, in like five years. He, he wants to like become a producer and bring in younger talent, you know, younger comedians and, and sort of have them grow kind of, you know, some fail, some succeed, you know, bring in a bunch of people and then create the next layer of talent. And uh, he said um, he can't do it under the we have to. Um, you know, we have to uh, obey big text rules. Go ahead, Alex. So I, I think the, the big thing that we're all saying here and the reason why I think Crowder is, is, again, you have to give him some credit for raising this issue is, is what we need is competition and a real parallel economy. So we have certain things in the libertarian conservative space that, you know, that we've done with the parallel economy with Bongino and some other stuff and, and Rumble and all that. Um, and, and payment processor is parallel and line pay. Um, but what we do need, and this is the biggest thing in the world, by the way, is do you guys understand how the, the ad conglomeration, third party advertiser sellers work? The way it works, and this is what you do through Google AdSense or other ones, is you 
um, sign up with a service and they serve ads on your site that may or may not be pretty specific via cookies and cash and stuff to people. And they put whatever they put as random or it's targeted and, and they are putting it on your site. They're paying you. And, and we just buy like a billion rotating ads. So you don't really know what the ads are, but we pay from the service. Anyway, these services right now are, are, are pretty leftist. Now, Daily Wire, who uses these big ad conglomerate, um, conglomeration third-party sellers that condense all you know million ads from advertisers, they're a party that just takes it and serves it on these websites that connect with them um, through like you know uh, embedding in the coding. Um, we need a liberty version of that. And because what I would love to see from Daily Wire, who apparently has six, seven, eight, nine, ten figure money contract to throw around, take five, ten, twenty million, hundred million, and invest it into somehow creating this entire economy, this whole program of these this advertiser seller uh conglomerates that can then we can go to libertyblock.com who google wouldn't take us youtube already kicked us off and deleted us we can go to them and say serve ads on our site for liberty stuff for black rifle coffee and my pillow and blinds and blindster and blinds.com and 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 then we can get money and we create that economy does that make sense i think that's actually what we need isn't isn't crowder's point that yes we need a parallel economy but you don't get a parallel economy if the the makers of that parallel economy adopt all the cultural values of the economy you're trying to escape. Yes. I mean, that's what I thought his point was. Yes. Yeah. See, I didn't think that was his point. I thought his point was to, okay. I believe his point was to expose that even those who we think are playing by our rules are playing by their rules. And I think that was really, really valid and good to have exposed. However, the daily wire has a right to do anything they want with their money and Blaze can do anything. We're not talking about money. rights. Yeah, we're they have a right, about... but they're a-holes. Again, if if yeah, Ed exactly. offers you a contract and says, sign it, you got to sign it within a day, Um, you don't have time to look at your lawyers, and it says that you owe him slave labor for two days a week. But I don't, listen, I don't consider 50 million slave labor, and I still- No, no, all what? I'm saying is if he put something offensive in there, it's not about a right, it's about, you would I, say Ed P is, is an a-hole and it's effed up. I don't find it offensive. If you tell me that, for you to pay me $10 an hour, I got to wash your floors. That is offensive to me. But if I need $10, I'll wash your floors. I don't find any of those terms offensive. Did you read the whole contract? Some of it's pretty effed up. It's offensive. So they don't walk away. So you don't have yeah. to wash their floors. And you don't but have to- But it's also exposing them as people who do. I, I don't I, like the word exploit, but it's a little and, bit- And open. that's fine. But I think he he went totally off the human reservation by taping a phone call and publishing that. I don't think you can ever have a claim to integrity. I agree. I wonder what he says. I don't know if there's a big reason. Like maybe they said, um, we'll deny it or, or we're not going to tell everyone about this stuff. And that's why you, you recorded it. But and say, we'll, I can't only, imagine talk, we'll only talk when it's taped. I just, it's just basic integrity. I, I, don't, I don't get it. So. All right. What, what didn't we cover? I don't know. I'll give you the, the environmentalist wacko update of the week. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but um, New Jersey has been pursuing the or offshore wind for a long time. And under the Murphy administration, um, they have authorized some projects. And so what, what's been happening is there was a, a ship that's traveled down from even up in New York, down, down the Atlantic coast of New Jersey, doing sonar testing. Since December, we've had, I want to say, at least half a dozen whales die and wash up on the shores. And what's really interesting about it is you have groups like the, the Sierra Club, um, you know, and some other environmentalist groups say, no, 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 nothing to see here. 
They don't want the Fed involved. They don't want anybody investigating. It's full steam ahead. Uh, it's just, it's really, it's fascinating to watch all this stuff play out. But of course, you know, offshore wind being the most expensive way to uh, generate electricity on the planet, but that obviously doesn't matter to the environmentalist uh, wackos and echo zealots. But that, that to me is a really uh, interesting little story uh, out of New Jersey. So along those lines, I, I never chime in with stories we didn't cover, but let's see how old you guys are. Was she or wasn't she? Only your hairdresser knows for sure. You guys remember that one? Was Greta arrested or not? Yes, along with AOC. My hands are behind my It was uh, staged. Now, that doesn't mean she wasn't uh, arrested, but it was staged. Okay, thank you for clarifying that because I don't really go to a hairdresser. I know that shocks you. Okay. <laughs> Ed P, what didn't we cover? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the the you know the WEF, the Ukraine, and and the um, Stephen Crowder thing are, are the are the three biggest things of the week. I don't recall anything anything else that's uh, that's huge. Um, I mean the the ongoing COVID, you know, exposés, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I, yeah, I mean, my, in my area, COVID, I, people are, are. I see more and more people wearing more and more uh, high quality masks. Um, and this disturbs me. I I, I got to tell you uh, because um, it's just not that disease. I, I don't know whether it ever was, but it's certainly not anymore. Um, but the, you know, the, uh, the fear factor is like inversely proportional to the disease severity. I just, in some people, not everybody, in some people, it's just, it's crazy. Um, stopped at the drugstore today on the way home from work and, and like people are wearing like real N95 made in America with the two straps, you know, worn properly. Yeah, real masks, masks that might actually help. Um, I just don't get it. And then? Um, one story that we didn't really talk about, I don't know how big it is, is um, the, the continued complaints from Swalwell, Omar, and Schiff for not being allowed to be on the intelligence committee. Uh, you know, they, they just want to get their hands on our secrets and give them, you know, give them out to whoever they want to sell them to. Uh, and good for, good for McCarthy for keeping them off. Uh, the only thing I would love to hear him say is you guys didn't let MTG on any committees last year. Shut up. He didn't say that. I don't think so. He said shut up. <laughs> I did. I heard he was pretty strong. I didn't know if he said that or not. But yeah, I think it's pretty great keeping them off. It's definitely should get interesting. All right, let's close for the day. Next week will be another. Can I get a closing oh, statement? You own the place. Of course I'll, you do. That's what I, yeah, thank you. Well, this audiobook over here is finally up on Audible. It is the new updated version for 2023, it's updated edition. Um, Who reads it? I guess did it. He's awesome. And um, what else do I have? 
So check it out on Audible. It's the new updated version. It's awesome. It's it could be free if you're a new introductory person. To Audible. Also, um, there are like two bills in a lot of bills in New Hampshire, but there are a few I want to talk about. One of them, House Bill 260. If you're in New Hampshire, it says you can't have a dog on your lap while you're driving. But if you actually read the whole bill, it says pretty much if any animal can distract anyone in any vehicle ever. It's a crime. Um, so if your cat's in the back and it could potentially distract you, which could, I know Ed P will be distracted by cats because he loves them. Um, hey, no one's perfect. You know, he likes cats. That's fine. Um, you know, that well, I said Ed P comes with a dual processor. I'm sure he can handle it. Yeah. So um, this would pretty much make it illegal to potentially have any animal in any car. So the bill is really bad. Hopefully they kill it or at least amend it because it's a really bad bill. Um, the other interesting one is there's a bill, again, probably not going to pass, but there's another bill in New Hampshire. I'm going to publish an article on libertyblock.com in a minute. Um, it would ban ammunition that's armor piercing. But if you actually read the bill, which I've been saying for five years on the show, read the bill, it says um, you can't have possessed or manufactured, distributed or anything or possessed or even come in contact with any ammunition designed and intended to penetrate armor plating or ballistic vests. Ballistic vests, according to uh, the federal government, FBI standards and everything, could include things, uh, soft armor as level two. And level two really um, can maybe block some nine millimeter. So this bill could be a nine millimeter or 40, 45, 10 millimeter and above an all center fire rifle. So this bill could be on all ammunition in the universe besides rimfire 22 LR. Um, which is, you know, a plinking round, like, so this could be an all ammunition, so it's a really, really bad bill. DOA sent out emails, raising the alarms to everyone about House Bill 158, so make sure you start, sign in, wrote testimony. I did a whole video about it and an article on libertyblock.com on Odyssey and Rumble and Facebook. There's a video about remote testimony, um, and we linked to it in the articles and uh, email the Criminal Justice Committee as well and email the sponsor if you want and tell her this is a pretty, pretty terrible bill. So those are the two big ones. Big examples that I saw just the last few days reading, uh, doing articles I've written about why you got to really read the bill, not just the title, read the bill, because they could be really, really bad and deceptive. Does anybody know what Pelosi bill stands for? <laughs> no. Somebody <laughs> said it. It's prevent elected legislators from investing in stocks and, and investments or something like that. But they really, they did get an acronym out of Pelosi, which is probably the most we've ever gotten out of her, so. With that, we wish everyone a wonderful evening. Thank you for being here. We will be back next week, four o'clock on Wednesday, hopefully with Daniel from the UK and all of our regulars as well. As always, please send feedback to the conservative conservatarian exchange at libertyblock.com. Have a wonderful evening.